Okay, well, good. Um, I was going to say good morning, good afternoon. I guess it doesn't matter when you are listening to this to this podcast, but welcome to Forgiven. Uh, this is a podcast that runs through Bethel Brandon. and uh, and But as a result, there's lots of people that aren't from Bethel Brandon that are our guests on the show, and there's people who are listening that aren't... Um, that don't necessarily come to this church. And the idea is, if you are new, newly watching or listening uh, to the podcast, our hope is to bring you along shortly and, and slowly. And so it doesn't matter where you are in your walk. You might be at the beginning stages of, of curiosity about Christianity and um, are just wanting to know more, or maybe you're new to the faith, whatever it is. The, the, the analogy that we often use is that you might be at 11 out of 100 in terms of your spiritual walk. And the idea of this podcast is not to bring you um, to 30 by the end of the podcast, but to bring you to like an 11 and a half and to provide opportunities for us to grow as Christians and to talk about some things that many times we don't have an opportunity on Sunday morning. You might be listening online or you might be coming to services on Sunday and you don't really get you don't really get uh, the full aspect of things that happen in our faith and some of the challenges that happen every day. Isn't that right, uh, Logan? Yes, sir. That is exactly correct. So um, that's what the podcast is. We want to, the idea was ask questions that we don't ask from the pulpit. That right. was kind of my initial idea for this. And just give ministries opportunities to come on that, you know, are unique and that we can support. And that's what we have today. We have actually like a very special guest um, joining us today. That is, I'm going to call her Pastor Ruth because that's who she was to me for many years. Um we have Pastor Ruth Dunbauer, right? That's how I say it. Denbor. Denbor. Close. Ah, I always close. get it wrong. It's all right. I knew it was Denbor. Ah, well, <laughs> you're also. I married a Dutchman. Right. <laughs> so, so what? Um, the 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 nice thing about having you with us, Ruth, is that when I was here as the pastor at Bethel, like 20 years ago, assistant pastor, and I did youth, you were working with youth as well. So we kind of had right. done a number of events together, and That's right. and. Uh, What's that word? We network together to yep. to do some outreaches in town. So it is actually great to see it. It's been again 20, twenty five years since yep. we've seen each other, and so that's right. it's uh, really nice. And you haven't aged a bit. No, I. That's the opposite. You haven't aged a bit. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention that, but everyone knows that I've aged quite a bit. But um, so I believe that there are certain people that are special in our community. People that um, if they were gone, then it would certainly be noticed and. And they quietly take on huge responsibilities in our community, and and one of them is in the the area of supporting people uh, and and young families who you know sometimes are facing the challenges. And uh, so Ruth has just recently, well, two years ago, I think. Or was Actually, I just moved back this May. Okay. Yeah. So, so I moved away from Brandon four and a half years ago, almost five years ago now. Um, moved to Chilliwack, BC, where my parents were uh, living, and my dad was in sort of end stage of life, and uh, we wanted to walk that journey with them, and it ended up that both my parents passed away last year, um, dad in January and mom in October, and um, so at that point, we reassessed, and uh, we were extremely thankful. Let me just say that. I would do it a hundred times again. Um, it was a big, big move, but we were thrilled to be able to have those final years with them. And, um, and 
but then our kids and our grandkids all lived here and um, we really missed them, of course, and COVID made it difficult to visit. And so we made the choice at that point to leave the uh, milder temperatures of Chilliwack <laughs> and return to uh, Brandon. Good. And we're we couldn't be happier. And home is where your family is. Really. That's right. So, Doesn't matter. And so Chilliwack's loss is our gain. Yeah. And so in in those in those times, you've taken on the role of pregnancy support center That's of Westman's. Right. Uh, the what would your title officially be? I'm the executive director. Executive director. Yeah. Okay, She's the great. boss. That's right. <laughs> well, we have a really good board that I sit under, but yes. <laughs> and as a church, we support monthly. Yes. The Pregnancy Support Absolutely. Center. And I know that we've had people who are in the church who have been on the board. I'm not too sure exactly who's on the board, but we appreciate the ministry of Pregnancy Crisis. Or sorry, Pregnancy Support Center. I know. Center I, had to, I had to say it a whole bunch of times in my head, too, before <laughs> yeah. I, and I still sometimes get it wrong. But yes. And, and the importance of it is the fact that there are a number of families and there are a number of, of young ladies who, uh, find themselves at, at a unique point, point and a challenging time in their life when when they're starting up a family. And sometimes this is comes as a surprise and sometimes yep, there are right. extraneous circumstances and there is there is a lot of you know issues of for some people shame involved in it and there are some issues of what am I going to do next involved and and just people who are feeling absolutely alone in the process. Yeah. And so um, as a church, we thought this is a great thing for us to support. And uh, so thought what we would do is, is open up uh, the, the mic to you to say, so exactly what is it that, that the Pregnancy Support Center of West Bend does and, and how we can help in that process? Okay. Well, we, um, we are thrilled to be able to uh, walk with moms single women um, and families through this time of their life. And um, lots of times pregnancy comes unexpectedly and um, young ladies or ladies of any age, we've had mums up to uh, 50 years old, believe it or not. But um, pregnancy can be a, uh, a surprise. It can be unexpected for, for women. And uh, sometimes they're not quite sure how to handle that decision. And so uh, one of our main uh, purposes is to walk through this critical time with women. Um, they might come in uh, or phone and want to talk to somebody about their options. And um, most times women can think of really three options. Um, they, they can think of, okay, I, it was expect, unexpected, but I'm about to parent. And so how do I get myself ready for that? What changes do I need to make in my life? Um, sometimes they will think to themselves, I'm not ready to parent. And so I have the option of either adoption, looking at adoption or abortion. And so uh, we, we will meet with women and talk with them about their options. Um, and uh, we are not an abortion center in any way. Uh, we, we call ourselves neither pro-life pro or, or um, pro-choice, but we're pro-education. That's kind of how we term it. Okay. We like to just be uh, um, the, 
the resource for women to be able to come and talk through uh, the options that they have available to them. And um, sometimes I can tell you that um, there are a lot of extenuating circumstances that force women to think a certain way during an unexpected pregnancy. And um, it could be it could be relationship that they're in. It could be um, parent pressure. It could be uh, poverty. It could be a lot of things. And uh, we, we like to offer women a fourth option that sometimes they didn't even realize existed. And this is where our supporters um, come into play because we can only do what we do at the Pregnancy Support Center with the help and the support of agencies, churches, um, kind people of Brandon who um, who support us because we run pretty much 100% on donation. So we have something called the Care Closet, and the Care Closet um, will provide women um, with an unexpected pregnancy, they will provide them with everything from crib, playpen, um, car seat, uh, everything needed as far as supplies, getting ready to have a baby, and then once a month visits from birth right up till two years old, which can include um, include formula, uh, diapers, wipes, clothing, um, a big bag of clothing every month to support this baby all the way through to two years old. And when women find this out, they're uh, overwhelmed very, very often, just overwhelmed that they would have this kind of support available to them. And this becomes a fourth choice for them. Um, it's not just parenting alone anymore. Um, it's parenting with support. And that's, we feel so privileged to be able to offer this to women and families in the Westman area because um, this is a huge deciding factor, whether or not they're going to be able to keep this baby and parent, um, whether they're alone or as a family, just knowing that they will have support for the first two years of life. There's a lot of uh, immigration, as you know, in Brandon. There's a lot of families that come with absolutely nothing, maybe a pregnant mama with them. Oh. And um, and they have literally nothing to support a, a new baby. And um, so they come and see us, they go on a waiting list, and we will literally, through donations, provide everything needed before that baby arrives and um, and going forward for the next two years. And so it it. It is a really, really, we see it as a really critical option to be able to provide women and families with in Brandon uh, because it's, it's helping them decide in the option section of their pregnancy, how do I do this going forward? And, and you know, um, we believe that nobody really truly wants to have an abortion. Sometimes abortions happen because they feel like there is no other choice. But this is providing women with a, a, a very tangible um, support and, and it helps them make a choice that, um, that most women do want to make, and that is to, to parent. And so we're thrilled to be able to um, offer this to the residents of uh, Westman area. And uh, we could only do this with the support that comes in to the center. So uh, first and foremost, I would like to say thank you to all of the churches that support all of the people in Westman that support us. Um, we can only do what we can do uh, or what we do with your support and help. So thank you. Oh, that's 
really you, you begin as you're talking about you just begin to think of all the important things and matters that happen when when something like this takes place now you may have noticed or anyone who's listening noticed that I first called it the pregnancy crisis center and that's what for years it was called that's right and, that's right and two years ago the two years ago we I when I mentioned was actually when you ch- changed the name pregnancy support center of Westman so pregnancy yep that's right. Pregnancy Support Center of West Mass. That's right. What did mm-hmm. I say? You said it. No, you got yep. it right. You okay. got it right. You got it right. Ooh. Yep. Now, what was what was the purpose? What is what was the thinking of of the group when they when they made that change? I wasn't here when that change was made. Um, obviously, I was in Chilliwack, but I love the change yeah, because um, the word crisis always kind of it felt sharp to me, and and it, it felt like a pregnancy shouldn't necessarily be called a crisis. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, we consider a pregnancy a wonderful gift. Yeah. And, and so um, taking the word crisis out of that and putting the word support in our name, I think identifies us more accurately with who we want to be and who we are in our community. We want to be a support to women and families. We want to be a place that offers hope and healing to, to women and families uh, of our Westman area. And we feel like it more accurately describes who we are for sure. I mean, <clears throat> I would say too, just like word choice, like it, it, Crisis always has a negative right. connotation to it. Like we think of yeah. crisis, we think of earthquakes, yeah, and, totally. and all these things. But when you think of support, you think of like yeah. a like a nurturing, a caring. That's like, right. It it just it completely changes the way people view um, right. like the situation that they might be in. And so that's right. Yeah. I think it's a really really good change. Yeah. And, I love it too. And even with the words that you're you're using, uh, Logan, when you, we're we're working together or trying to figure out how we're going to go in terms of direction. There was something you wrote down, which is on your website, uh, Ruth, that says, we envision a community mm-hmm. where every life has value and no one faces pregnancy or parenting alone. That's right. Yeah. I think that's a, a great way to sum, summarize what, what yeah. the ministry of the center is. Yeah. So like you, you basically were talking about all the things that happen when a person goes and comes into the, the thing. So I'm, I'm trying to think if I'm, if I'm listening, okay, this might be something that I want to support. This, this seems like it's very worthy. So if a person is giving to pregnancy support, you have kind of mentioned a number of things where the funds would go. Mm-hmm. Is there any other area uh, that you say, so when you give, if I give yeah. $100 a month or if I give $10 a month, this is where this is where the support is going to go to. Right, right. So we, we do have the care closet. That's one of the main um, sort of arms, I guess you would say, of, a, of our uh, center. And, um, and then we also have other things that we, in, uh, that we offer through our center too. We have a housing program and right now we have four two bedroom apartments that we, um, have a part of our housing program and we will take single moms into our housing. They may have, um, you know, one additional child, um, and they are able to come into our, our suites, um, there's a obviously an intake process and all that that goes on, but um, they're 
there's it's on a secured floor it's locked off and um you know they may be coming from say an abusive situation or just out of a situation where they feel unsafe in some way they're able to come into this program it is supported independent living which means that um we will offer them support um there is a there's a group session once a week and you know talk about healthy relationships nutrition you know positive parenting and all kinds of things um but the goal, of course, is to move them towards independent living, where they feel like they're capable of handling a place on their own and living um, completely independent. So we don't really have a timeline with our um, with our housing program. It's uh, you know sometimes we take them in; they've already had the child. Sometimes we take them in pregnant, and um, and we allow them to stay until really they feel like they are ready to um, to move into an independent living situation. So that's another side of our, um, or an arm of our center um, is the housing program. And um, we feel like that's a really tangible um, help as well to, to women. It's one thing to say, we're, you know, we're here for you and we, we envision a community where every, everybody has support, but how do we actually offer that support in very sure. tangible ways? So that's another way. We also offer, um, you know, just support in, in, um, counseling where we would, um, say if you, if you need support, um, before pregnant or before birth, if you need um, support after birth. Maybe you're going through some depressing days, which is often um, the case postpartum. Um, they're welcome to come in and sit with one of us and just, you know, talk to us. Like, you know, maybe baby's been crying for the last week through the night and I don't know what to do. Come in and talk to us. We want you to know that you're not alone. Uh, we do offer um, uh, support to families who have maybe miscarried or lost a child. Uh, we offer support to, to women and families who have made the choice for abortion and are struggling with some of that decision following and some of the, you know, emotions that come with that. Come in and talk to us. We want you to know that we are here to support you in whatever way we can. Wow. Well, I, I didn't even know about like the housing project, like, I mean, probably good reason. It's supposed to be secure and stuff, but I didn't know about like that. That's incredible. Yeah. Like that's like genuinely really incredible. Like that is a super tangible way to help people. Right. Like that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're really happy to be able to offer that. Uh, one thing, one thing is like a, a number of people who are just hearing about this for the first time. Again, it is, it is a ministry that is run basically on the love and the generosity of um, churches and kind people. That's right. And and so um, we we know you. Um, I would imagine that you have counselors or you have volunteer bases. We, there... we don't have qualified counselors. So if things are, you know, if we're in a session with somebody and we feel like, you know, this is something that we feel is a little beyond us, uh, we have connection to qualified counselors and we can help somebody find the extra help and support that they would need. But sometimes, you know, it's not necessarily a qualified counselor that somebody right. needs. They might just need support. They might yeah. just need to know that they are not alone. We will have a doula starting with us um, in January who will be offering her services uh, free of charge to some of our moms as well and that's a huge gift yeah. um, so she will be working part-time with us and that's also a wonderful thing because that's you know a, a 
an expense that a lot of uh, women just can't afford. And so she'll be doing birth plans and different things with women and, uh, yeah, some preparation leading up to the birth of the child. And, and we feel really blessed to be able to have that coming as well. So we're looking at all different ways yeah. that we can support women and we want it to be tangible and uh, heartfelt. And we just want women to know that they are cared about and loved and um, we as a community will get behind them. And so we feel like this is our lane and we're happy to be in this lane. And we've, we're just so grateful. We know we can't do this on our own. We can only do it with the help and support of churches and community agencies and people in our community that want to get behind this. So we're really really grateful is, for support. Is, is there like a volunteer, do you have like a, volu- a lot of, probably a lot of volunteers? We do have out? volunteers. We have volunteers that come in weekly, actually. And um, they, they organize, we've got a basement full of baby clothes, diapers, wipes, you name it. And donations that come in all the time. There's absolutely no way we would be able to, as staff, um, take care of all this stuff. So there's great volunteers. We have a wonderful team of volunteers that come in uh, literally through the week every day and they're downstairs they sort through all the donations that come in uh, wash the clothes get them all um, you know sorted in bins and ready for when mom's phone in with you know hey I need this Um, my my year and a half year old is out of clothes Um, can I get a bag of clothes Um, these these volunteers are downstairs they fill up the bag of clothes with you know like big bag of clothes with several outfits and um, yeah, we're just really, really thankful for for all that they do. So I imagine there's people who are very much, this is my ministry. This is what, you know, this is where my passion lies. And if there's a person who's listening that would like to volunteer, how would they go about doing Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Yeah, we, we love having people <laughs> contact us about volunteering. Um, you can either come down to the um, support center, pregnancy support center, which is 229 Princess Avenue in Brandon, uh, or you can call us um, or email email to us, um, info at pregnancy support center. Um, and yeah, just um, give us an email and, and we will, we would love to get back to you yeah. and, um, and respond to your request for volunteering. And hopefully we will find a place that's a good fit for you. We want to be able to use people in their strengths and, and giftings as well. I'll, so, I'll put all that information for those listening in the episode description. So it'll be perfect. easy for you to find. Yeah. So yeah, thank the, you. The other thing is as a church, we, we support you. We happily support uh, the ministry that, that you do and, and that you are in charge of. And on occasion, if people are in the church here and they they feel that there's a need and they may signify uh, when they are giving on a Sunday, well, I'd like this to go to Pregnancy Crisis Center. That goes over and above what we give. Pregnancy Support Center. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's okay. I've done it, I've done it so many times myself. Okay, so the, pregnant, <laughs> the Pregnancy Support Center. I've actually wrote it down on my sheets. So, <laughs> so if... They might do that, but there might be people who are listening that don't come to Bethel or they're just sure. intrigued and the yeah. Holy Spirit is maybe speaking to them at this time. Yeah. And they say, I would like to give. And and as we were talking before we were on, you're saying your biggest one of your biggest challenges is to get monthly supporters so that right. you have that 
that foundational giving yeah. that is that is consistent. Yeah. yeah. If a person wants to give in that way or in any way, absolutely, just find us online and yep. uh, Logan. If you put that information in the yep. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Then you can you can find us find us on our website and there's a place for you to give right there. You can just click on give and um, we've hopefully made it easy enough for for anyone to do. Um, you can also pop a check in the mail. We get lots of those kinds of supporters too and we're really thankful can, for, can, for all of that. Can we bring that. a big bag of money just drop it right on the front yeah. desk? <laughs> Pennies, not so much, but yeah, yeah. No. anything else we'll, we'll who, gladly. Who has money? I don't, I don't know. I just, I have, I have $10 in my wallet that has stayed there for the last month yeah, because I'll just pay for, you're either paying e-transfer you, yeah, or you're paying yeah. through the website exactly. or, That's or what we whatever. Do, right? That's how we somebody's got money hidden in the mattress, literally, and they're ready and compelled to give. So for those sure. people who yeah. have been stowing money away in your mattress. Yes. This is a good place. There for we it. go. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. I, I always, I feel like I want to say though, um, you know, we don't want people to go into debt to give or anything like yeah. that. I know this is one of those ministries that really can tug at your heartstrings and we're not looking for people to do that. But we also do recognize that there, God has blessed some people financially yes. big time. And, you know, it's, it's their responsibility to look for good places to give. We feel like we're a good place. Absolutely. We feel like we're a good place. And I might be so bold to say, but there also have the care closet. So maybe if you don't have a ton of monetary things to yeah, give, absolutely. but you have kids who have grown out of their clothes right and, and have a car seat, you're not using all yep. that stuff. Like, yep. you know, bring we, it. We know families that will, that are actually on a waiting list, waiting for those kinds of things. Exactly. So, yep. so yep. don't, don't be discouraged listening. If you maybe don't have the That's monetary right. funds That's to right. give, but you might have tangible things and yep. that can be just as important. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've always found, uh, you know, I've been in ministry for over a few decades now, that there are individuals, and I I have been blessed. We've had family who has supported us, and, uh, you know, there wasn't, you know, we were, had the children that, that we did, and one was like, oh, this is good. This is a good thing. Uh, and every single time we had, you know, relative families that were close to us, and we had parents who, who lovingly, uh, helped us in times when we did not have, because you have three, four kids. Sometimes the, that check that comes from a, a mom or a dad or whatever really helps. Yeah, absolutely. But I know in the times that I have, have dealt with people that there are people who are doing well now, but when they had the baby for the first time, it was like their world was tipped upside down yeah. and they know that feeling. Yeah. They, they, as we're talking now, they're thinking, I remember when That's right. little... Josh or Sally or whatever was born, there was a lot of huge, huge heaviness. The the burden that was carried, on some respects, there's joy with fear. Mm -hmm. The the, the feelings that that end up coming at this time and you're not too sure exactly what to do. And and if you you love Jesus and you passionately follow Jesus, you say, well, God is going to provide. I don't know how. And there are people... We're just at the beginning. They're, yeah. they're they're just figuring faith out. And this has happened to them. Yeah. And and so it is important. And that's why I think that it is a nerve because every person knows someone who has gone through that. That's right. Or they have gone through it themselves. Yeah. And so um, one question I kind of had in my heart to, to ask you is, so 
let's just say that there was someone who was listening. Mm-hmm. And um, they just kind of regular listening. They're going through a difficult time. They're going through a a that all those all those feelings that you were talking about as you were expressing so eloquently uh, the whole process of, of the ministry. What would you say to someone right now who might be listening, um, who is just feeling I don't know exactly what to do. You know, my, I, I have all these emotions running through me, and I don't know what to do. What would be like your advice to them if they're maybe listening at this time? Mm, please reach out to us. Um, we we definitely want everyone to know that um, you are not alone. And if you are specifically listening to this podcast today and um, you're going through an unexpected pregnancy, um, married or single, it doesn't matter, uh, and you're you're questioning what you should do or what your options are, please look us up, come down and see us. Uh, we just want you to know that we're here to support you. We're here for you. And um, we will walk through this process with you, whatever that looks like. And, um, and yeah, we, we will offer you support the whole way through. Yeah, yeah that was, was going to be, I, I'm not a parent. So, um, but I remember when my niece was born, feeling the exact like me i can't say the exact same but i remember feeling like the first time holding her i was like absolutely joyful but stood as still as a statue and didn't move because a she was sleeping and i didn't you know want to wake her up or anything like that but i was so nervous about just like this like little innocent life that's like in my hands and i was like i you know i was so nervous to do something wrong and I imagine that if I'm feeling like that just as an uncle, I can't imagine yeah. what like a p- actual like parent would feel. Yeah. Like going through that. And you know, like I, I haven't had to like I haven't parented so I don't know what it's like to to you know constantly be up mm-hmm. and you know on 2 3 hours of sleep a night and yeah. and stuff. And so but I know that like I have good friends of mine who who have kids and I just try to support them in whatever way I can and so like for me, like sometimes I'll just say like, like I'll just uh, let me do the load of laundry for you, or like, yeah. like I'm just saying for those like that are listening, like me, there are other ways too that we can support as well. Like just be friendly to these like mm-hmm. I don't know if they have if they have an older kid, take them outside and babysit for an hour or something. Like, which actually is a really good point, Logan, because uh, I'm I'm assuming this is going to be played in December, is yes, it? Yes, okay. yeah, yeah. So. This being December, um, I, I would say that probably most of us know somebody who is a single mom. And, and let me tell you, being a single mom is a brave decision, first and foremost. It's a very brave decision. And, um, and we want to applaud all the yes. moms out there who are single moms. Uh, you've made the choice to parent alone. And, and that is a brave decision. And I feel like we, as Christians, can offer some real tangible to support, yes. or tangible support, sorry, to, to single moms at this time of year, knowing that um, they, they probably don't have the second income to support um, Christmas and all that comes with that. So, you know, maybe taking an extra bag of groceries to a single mom this time of year or dropping off um, a gift card that could be used for a Christmas present, something 
um, everybody, everybody probably knows a single mom somewhere in your world. And, and if you could just reach out and support that single mom, uh, this time of year, that would be huge. That would really be huge. And, and, you know, that's just something I feel like we could, we can all do. That's something that we can all do. As growing up with a single mom, like I can remember people doing that. Like I can remember like friends or family or even just random people who, a friend new is showing up and giving us like, you know, Christmas gifts or like whatever. So it's like, I have felt that like personally, I saw the look that it did like on my mom and stuff like that. So like just relieving some of that pressure, that extra pressure that comes in the month of December. Yeah. Yeah. Practically being the hands and feet of Jesus. That's right. Yeah. And that becomes an important part of our faith personally. Like I, I know that a lot of the times we'll have issues what you're talking about come up and they, and people will say, well, you know, what is the church doing? What are you doing as a church? And and we're doing the best that we can. But ultimately, God speaks to each one of us individually. Right, right. God will speak to me and, and say, listen, we need to help support or send a, a card with a, with a few dollars in it or yeah. maybe yeah. Uh, leave some toys or something at the door and just walk away and nobody knows who you are. Yeah. Uh, we just do it because we love Jesus. Yeah. So... I had I had a question. I don't even know if it would uh, how you would be able to answer it. And it stems from the fact that I had three children and each child was different. Mm-hmm. I had one that excelled, one that was at like a reading, grade three le- reading level when he goes into kindergarten. I had one who had um, just learning disabilities. Like she took it just took her forever to get processed. As she got older, she she began to excel. But those first years were real difficult. Tough. And then the third one. Um, she had visual problems. She ended up going to a school for the blind. And wow. the whole process of, of learning for them. And what happens many times, the big reality sometimes is we have this picture that we're going to have the perfect child. Mm. The child's going to have perfect features and there's going to be absolutely nothing wrong with them. And then we come to the reality that it's not perfect right. and they're not perfect yeah. and there's flaws. And sometimes we deal with the fact that someone is born with a child that has challenges, mm-hmm. learning disabilities, autism, uh, a number I could go on. We talk mm-hmm. about a hundred things. Do we, do we deal or does, does um, the pregnancy support center uh, deal with, with situations where well, it's not perfect? Mm. I'm dealing with something I thought it was going to be a perfect yeah. child, but now there there are issues or there are physical things that where it's it's challenging to have a baby, yeah, and raise that child up when they're the relatively low problems. What happens when when this child has challenges that are mm-hmm. so great that it requires almost all of our attention? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. we um, we know that challenges come in all different sizes and shapes. And sometimes challenges actually come before baby is even born, to be honest, because um, mom might have addiction issues or mental health issues or, you know, all, all kinds of things may be present in this um, in this event of uh, pregnancy. And we will try. We do not. Um, we're not equipped to be able to help in all of these areas um, on a professional level ourselves, of course. But we do work with a lot of agencies that support this kind of stuff. So we will definitely work with moms to, to be able to handle whatever situation they might be facing um, 
and yeah, like whatever challenge. We had a mom come in a while back who, um, you know, she didn't didn't get her taxes done because she couldn't afford to get her taxes done. And that meant she wasn't getting her child tax credit. And, um, and then, um, she got behind in payments and her hydro had been cut off. And, and so one of our workers was able to work with her and, and call different agencies. When you're a mom of, of, you know, a few little kids running around, you just sometimes don't even have the brain space to be able to handle those kinds of pressures. And every, pressure like that becomes another mountain that you feel like you have to climb and you just don't have the energy to do so. And so, you know, one of our workers worked with her and called different agencies, called all around, spent the whole afternoon, ended up the next day, her hydro was back on and uh, made arrangements for her to get her taxes done and different things. And it was just like a beautiful moment to be able to see new hope come into uh, this mom where she really felt like she just couldn't go anymore. And so um, we just believe that's that's really our role in in uh, Brandon and in Westman is to be able to support women and families and um, help in whatever way that yeah. that can be. And I know what you're saying, that sometimes um, families go through things that uh, do not end up looking perfect yeah. uh, from from the get-go and um, and we have challenges I, I have a granddaughter myself who um, you know uh, she was born prematurely and um, she has cerebral palsy and she's in a wheelchair and um, it, it brings about all kinds of additional challenges in life um, but there's beauty in all of those yeah. things as you walk through them you get to see the beauty that God created in those situations as well I've never seen a kid she just turned nine recently like last week and um, I've never seen a kid with more joy just instinctively built into her um, she is a glass half full kid she just sees every day as a gift from God. And you can ask her at the end. I mean, literally everything in her life is pretty much a challenge. Um, but, you know, we, I can ask her at the end of any day, how was, how was your day today? And she will answer this. It was fantastic. Everything was great, you know. And, and that is how um, God built her yeah. in, a, in a less than perfect body situation. Um, she just has this beautiful gift of brightening people's lives by um, just by the way God put her, her mind together. So, you know, there's, I know some, sometimes situations can look pretty uh, rugged from the outside and, and flawed. Um, but, you know, we want to be able to walk with women and families through to the point where they can actually see that there is beauty. Yeah. There is beauty in, in um, so many of the things that we initially look at as being broken or, or, or really messy. Life is messy for sure. But, but there's, a, there's a flip side to a lot of things. If you can just have the wraparound support you need to get through it, um, you'll, you'll be able to see that there is, there's beauty yeah. in those things too. And I, I, what I'm hearing is you may not have the answer, but you'll help them find it. Absolutely. And yeah, we th- will do our best. That's what we, I, that's like what we do. Like we might, I, we get people emailing us and talking to us just like, I mean, you're in ministry. We might, we don't have all the answers, but that's we're right. definitely going to help you find the answer that's that you're right. looking for. Yeah. And yeah. for me, that's like really, really encouraging because I, I imagine your role, your role can be quite like, I'm going to use the word depressing, not that 
that's too strong a word, but it can be quite like heavy, I guess is the word. I'm sure like, you know, it's such a mixed bag of emotions because there's such beautiful moments that are just so incredibly rich and, and full of, of goodness. And then there's, yeah, very heavy moments too. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that are, that are just really hard to, to walk through. Um, but you know, um, we, we, support each other and, um, we have support from our community and, and, um, we're a faith-based organization. And so, uh, we, we pray, <laughs> you know, when, when situations are too big for us, um, we, we pray and we, we look to God for miracles and we see miracles and we we're grateful that, um, we believe that God can intervene when, when we can't yeah, figure absolutely. out the, the solution to the problem. Uh, but we also, I want to say that we, we're able to partner with some fantastic organizations here in Brandon and Westman um, who have professional resources to be able to help women and families going through some pretty tough situations. Absolutely. And we are thankful for every one of the organizations that we're able to partner with here in Brandon too. So yeah, thanks for that. That answers my question. I was going to ask what keeps you motivated, but you kind of just answered that. It, mm. Like it, you see the good work and yeah. you pray about it, and that's like really, really good. Because I, I know just doing like obviously, I don't know what it's like to be pregnant. I never will, but um, <laughs> but uh, just hearing that you're somehow able to manage the good and the bad is like really. Like, it's really good because I know early on, I think it's really hard for people to do that. It's really hard for young moms to, like, they only see the bad, right? Like, they yeah. only see all the insurmountable challenges. Well, in it's pretty tough when you're alone. Yeah, and absolutely. you're dealing with everything and, you know, you're sleep deprived and all that kind yes. of stuff. And, yeah, we just, we want moms to know when, when you are struggling um, emotionally, mentally, you know, sleep deprived or whatever, uh, we're here we're here. Give us a call. And, um, you know, sometimes you just need another adult to speak to. Yes, if you're alone in a household with a few little children and you have nothing but, um, that to converse with, that can be really challenging, but we, yeah, we really want moms to know you're not alone. So, so someone's going through a difficult time Yep. and they call, um, the pregnancy support center Yep. and what will happen is there will be a friendly voice that's right. On another line, and, yep. and you will say they will say, "Listen, I'm I'm overwhelmed right now, um, and I'm not too sure what to do." The next step will be that that person will be the the person assigned to to just pray yep. over or listen to that individual. Yep. Or, or you know, we might we might say, "Hey, um, are you able to come down for a visit? Let's have a visit." And um, you know, we'll we'll start supporting you in whatever way. Um, we assess needs to be and, and, um, whatever we can do to just, um, help you through this point in your life. We will, we will definitely do that. So it's as easy as that. You, you give just them give a, call a call and yeah. the person on the line will be the one that will, if they don't know what to do, will direct you in the right way. And then yeah. they will try and create uh, a level of conversation mm-hmm. that they can lead to further help to help you the best way that they possibly can. Yeah. So is there any other, like we're, you mentioned the fact that, you know, as Christians, we pray, we believe in prayer. The mm-hmm. most powerful thing that we can do is prayer. Mm-hmm. Is there, is there a prayer support team? Is there a, is we there do have that- a prayer support team. We have um, a couple wonderful ladies that come in every Thursday morning to the center. They actually 
physically come down to the center yep. and um, they have a place where they just gather together and they pray for our center, they pray for our staff, they pray for our moms, they pray for babies, they pray for families in the Westman area. And so we are really, really thankful. And, you know, when we, when we get, um, you know, we don't give names to, um, yeah, there's confidentiality. Um, we are safe and confidential place for people to contact, but, um, we, we sometimes will give the situation or a few details of the situation that we feel might be, uh, or sometimes we'll just say, pray for unknown, um, mom or unknown family going through a struggle. That's, you know, and that will be enough. Um, we know that God knows everything and we don't have to give all the details, um, um, for the prayer to be effective. Right. And so uh, we we do have two ladies, wonderful ladies that come down weekly and, and pray um, over the center and pray for the families associated. So we're really grateful for that. Yeah. There's some people, I'm just, I'm just thinking there might be some people who just have that gift of intercession. Yep. That may say, well, you know, I can't give financially and I may not have a lot of resources, but everyone can pray. Yeah. You know, yep. there might be the, that one or two that might be interested in saying, well, I would like to at least, you know, I would like to be able to pray weekly or, you know, if you can give me a direction, I will certainly during my devotional time uh, put that as an avenue. So yeah. I just yep. thought they would. I, as a pastor, um, I, I don't know if this is going to sound weird, um, but there are certain times where I am ministries where I, I actually wonder if I'm actually doing what God wants me to do. Is that, you know, I, as a pastor, you, you have opportunities where you are, where you're going to have to set a budget and you're going to have to uh, create a vision for the church and you have to put together a service, really, which talks about God and all those things are important. But sometimes I get so involved in, in the job description that I have doesn't allow me to um, to actually do the important things. I say the important things, and that's not that the, those, those things aren't important. Right. But there are times I remember when I was at a church before where I was on the schedule to speak at a seniors uh, group. And, and so I came in, and there wasn't a singer, so I was the singer, and I was the one who gave the, the devotional, and I was the one that wheeled uh, a number of the, the lens and residents back to them. And I remember just going and doing that. And as I walked out of those doors, I just remember saying, I'm actually doing what God is telling me to do yeah. on a practical level. And I find sometimes that, that as Christians, and we're wanting to do the right thing all the time. And, but it surrenders around, okay, well, I gotta get, we gotta, I'm on the worship team. I wanna practice the worship. And, and I'm an usher, and so I want to make sure that people feel welcome. And then it's all good. But there are just those times where undeniably what you are doing is you are being the hands and feet of Jesus. And if you don't stop and have those times where, you are, where you're just getting in the mud, mm -hmm. where you're getting your hands and your feet dirty, and you're going to do something, and nobody's going to see it at all. Nobody's going to see what you do. Mm -hmm. But you do it because you know God is wanting you to help somebody who's who's hurting and somebody who's there. I think that's where I see the value mm. in the ministry. And so I'm if I'm feeling that way as a pastor, I'm sure that there are other people who are listening, who are kind of saying um, the same thing. Well, I you know I, I I volunteer and I help and I do all these things for church. But sometimes I feel I'm not practically doing well. 
Mm. Um, here is an opportunity for you to be able to do that. If if someone is in that in that area, what would be maybe some things that you would suggest that would mm. be in your lane? Yeah. Uh, well, come and talk to us is probably the yeah. first thing that I would say because we will try and um, set you up. You know, it might be volunteering, it might be praying, it might be, you know, giving uh, financially, it might be donating practical items. It could be numerous things, but um, come and talk to us. We would love to be able to help you find a place that feels like it's a good fit for you. And um, and we just we believe that we're all parts of the body of Christ, right? So yeah, there's there's arms and feet and um, noses and whatever yeah. else, but we all have our job to do. And uh, we want you to be able to, if you're listening and you f- you're feeling like, yes, I want to be practically involved. Um, we want to be able to help you find that too. Yeah. And, and it might not be with our um, specific center, but there's, we're, we're in contact with other really good ministry opportunities in Brandon and Westman area as well. So maybe we can help you find something that would be a really good fit for you. Um, you know, and, and yeah, there's just, I think there's something for us all to do for yep. sure. Yeah. Yep. I like to so, kind of, sometimes like, you just need to search it out a yes, little bit. Absolutely. I kind of like to say ministry in any form is kind of like a football team. There is a position for everybody. Yep. yep. That's right. And so you just got to find that position that's yep. for you. And in yep. that process, you always got to be sensitive to the fact that God will be saying to you, listen, you need to go out of your way to encourage that person. Yeah. Yep. Or you need yep. to you need to see that young family and realize that that young family is struggling. He may have a smile on a Sunday morning and yep. and that, but they've worked very hard, especially if they're a single mom, they have worked very hard just to be there Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah. My mom used to take me and my two older brothers to like hockey games because my older brother played and she still talks to these people, to these other moms who sees her, you know, got one in a stroller, one on her, one, you know, slung over yeah. her shoulder and she's carrying the hockey bag and, yeah. and take, and, and, and she still remembers the families that saw yeah. this and the dads that came over and grabbed the bag or the moms that That's came right. over and took me or, or whatever. And like just these amazing, like, support or like yeah all the travel games that she couldn't go to my oldest brother still got to go to because families were like no like we'll take them like we yeah. want to support like yeah that's so fantastic and logan it's yeah. it's super like for her they did there was no i mean i'm sure there probably was support centers and stuff like that but it was just what they did it was just yeah. part of like yeah the culture and i think that what the work you're doing is a really good thing to try to reintegrate that back into into our culture because I mean, they say it takes like a village to raise a child and, and it does. And I mean, we, I think something that people always sort of don't take fully is that like the church itself is, is there to like support families. Mm -hmm. Like, like when you dedicate a child into the church, it's not this like thing for the parents. It's actually for the church body to recognize that this is a family and a child that we are going to help support. That's right. And I just think we, some people have maybe forgotten that or it get kind of, it becomes so traditional that it doesn't become impactful. Or we just get busy, right? Like we get busy and we forget to open our eyes and look to see who's around us, who's standing right beside us, who needs us to go over and and take the hockey bag um, that they're carrying, you know, and they, they just don't have the the strength to do it. Um, We just need to open our eyes and look. Can I say too that... 
if you're a professional listening and um, you might feel like, well, I, I don't know how I could support this. Um, there are ways, you know, uh, sometimes, sometimes we have moms who could really benefit from maybe talking to a lawyer about something. Yeah. Uh, maybe you could donate a bit of your time um, yeah. to, to help. Maybe, maybe you're, um, you know, whatever, different professions. Uh, maybe you're a counselor. Maybe you're a professional counselor. Maybe you could donate, um, you know, a couple hours a, a, every two weeks or something like that to, to just talk to somebody who could use uh, that kind of support. So even if you're a professional, there may be ways that you can support us that would be hugely beneficial to families, women, single moms, who might never be able to be able to afford your services. So there's, there's yeah. lots of ways that Absolutely. we can be involved like small, as a community. Small things go a long yeah. way. Yeah. The things you think are small are not small. That's right. And, and the Bible talks about that, you know, five loaves, two fishes. Well, what's that amongst so many? Or, yeah. or the thought of, you know, you just give a cup of cold water in my name. Yeah. It's amazing how God will increase and work and minister, yeah. minister yes. through those things. So yeah. now, is there anything else? I think we've kind of gone through the full gamut of things. Yeah. Is there anything? Well, that one you thing want to I say? like to say um, specifically to, I'm going to target churches right now. Go for it. Um, I I like to caution Christians specifically to be careful with our conversation about abortion. Stats say that there's one in every five women who've had an abortion, and that might be shocking to uh, people who um, attend churches. Uh, but, you know, this is, this is the world that we live in. And, and I, I, f I feel like we just need to be kind in our conversation. Um, re realize that you may be talking to somebody, if, if this conversation comes up and, and you have very strong opinions about it, Maybe just realize that you might be talking to someone who's maybe had an abortion or, or know somebody personally who's had an abortion. And, and I just feel like as Christians, this is a conversation we need to be kind with and compassionate with and, and um, not judging um, the individual in any way. And, and so can I just caution, um, Christians specifically to be very, very cautious and kind in your conversation. Um, All is to the mat. I love it. About abortion. Well, I just think of Jesus at the well, yeah. like, like he didn't judge, he didn't judge the woman. He just went and was like, look, I'm here. Yeah. And he didn't care about the preconception of everything that happened with her yeah. or anything. It was, yeah. I'm here. Let's talk. Yeah. And, I, I agree. I think that's that's a really good. We are continually ministering under an umbrella of grace. Yeah. And 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 that grace was extended to us. Sometimes we forget. Yeah. That, that's right. That grace was extended to us when yeah. we had no business deserving anything that God has given to us. Nothing. And so we are required. It is part of the DNA of, of anybody who is a passionate follower of Jesus to operate at that level of, of grace. So yes. Very important. Thanks. I'm glad we were able to to open that door for you. Anything else Thank that uh, that is uh, no, is there? We I'm just wanted sad. we wanted to celebrate your ministry, and we Thank wanted you. to allow uh, you to have a platform to express the need, huge need yeah. that sometimes we just forget because our lives are so busy, or there are so many other different needs that are going on that we don't get a chance to highlight them. 
Thank you. And thank you as a staff from Bethel for supporting our center. And um, we're just very grateful to be able to work together. We feel like we're, we're a team working together um, to serve the, the community of Westman. Yeah. Okay. So I know when you were a youth leader, you had this, this struggling youth who's sitting oh, beside no. me right now. Yeah. And, and oh, a, lot no. of, a lot of what Logan is and has developed has oh. been as a result of your ministry. Mm, and nice. so what we wanted to do is we wanted to pray for you. We wanted to pray Thank over you. your ministry, and we wanted to pray over the ministry of, uh, of the Pregnancy Support Center of Westman. Thank you. And so, Logan, I thought it would be a great thing because she has poured into your life so much that you have the opportunity um, to pray over her, her ministry. I would be absolutely honored. Thank you. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Um, Lord, thank you for Ruth and her work uh, and just her willingness to to step into a role. Um, It's kind of unprecedented. And just um, thank you for the work that she does in the families of um, the ones that she supports and that her whole center supports, Father. Um, It's it's an incredible ministry, really. Um, And... I'm thankful, and it doesn't even really affect me that it's there. Um, and we just we pray that you give her wisdom and uh, discernment, guidance um, as she leads the team, as she helps direct the center um, in new ways, Father. That, um, you just bless the Holy Spirit to give her wisdom, um, discernment, strength, joy, all of those things, God, that go into, uh, into leading such a fantastic ministry. Um, and I just I pray, God, that for the support that she needs, that it will be met. Um, whether that be monthly donations, physical items, um, volunteering, professionalism, yes. help, anything. God, that I just I pray that this ministry is just supported by you. And I just I pray for the families that are being affected um, positively and from this ministry that you can just you can come and meet them in a new and powerful way. And um, I just I thank you for um, for this podcast, for this staff. Um, and uh, I thank you for Pastor Ruth. She had a huge impact on my life for very early on for many years. And so um, I thank you for that. And um, we just we pray these things in your mighty and powerful name, Jesus. Amen. 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 If thank you, you if you have any questions, uh, you might have been listening, and you may want to have uh, some questions you may want to relay on to to Ruth, or any way that we can help you as a church. We're here to help you. We want to do the best we can uh, to help move you along in your faith. And, make you thrive in your faith and so if you have any questions at all then please uh you can send, send them, them to, to me at forgiven at bethelbrandon.ca and then if there if we get any specific questions for um the support center or anything like that i'll make sure i forward them on and like i said i will put the website everything in the description so that you guys can go and support this amazing ministry I know you're busy. Thanks so much for joining us. It's been great Thank to see you, you again and talk me. for a little while. Yeah, it's nice and, to see uh, you And I'm too. sure this, we'll, we'll see you and partner, continue to partner with you in ministry. Awesome. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. We are glad that you're here. Hey, share with your friends uh, so that we can expand the ministry and do better things for God. Absolutely. God bless. God bless. Have a great day.